Genesis chapter 40. Sometime later, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt offended their master, the king of Egypt. Pharaoh was angry with his two officials, the chief cupbearer and the chief baker, and he put them in custody in the house of the captain of the guard in the same prison where Joseph was confined. The captain of the guard assigned them to Joseph and he attended them. After they had been in custody for some time, each of the two men, the cupbearer and the baker of the king of Egypt, who were being held in prison, had a dream. The same night, and each dream had a meaning of its own. When Joseph came to them the next morning, he saw that they were dejected. So he asked Pharaoh's officials who were in custody with him in the master's house, Why do you look so sad today? We both had dreams, they answered, but there is no one to interpret them. Then Joseph said to them, do not interpretations belong to God? Tell me your dreams. So the chief cupbearer told Joseph his dream. He said to him, in my dream, I saw a vine in front of me and on the vine were three branches. As soon as it budded, it blossomed and its clusters ripened into grapes. Pharaoh's cup was in my hand and I took the grapes, squeezed them into Pharaoh's cup and put the cup in his hand. This is what it means, Joseph said to him. The three branches are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift up your head and restore you to your position, and you'll, you will put Pharaoh's cup in his hand just as you used to do when you were his cupbearer. But when all goes well with you, remember me and show me kindness. Mention me to Pharaoh and get me out of this prison. I was forcibly carried off from the land of the Hebrews, and even here I have done nothing to deserve being put in a dungeon. When the chief baker saw that Joseph had given a favourable interpretation, he said to Joseph, I too had a dream. On my head were three baskets of bread. In the top basket were all kinds of baked goods for Pharaoh, but the birds were eating them out of the basket on my head. This is what it means, Joseph said. The three baskets are three days. Within three days, Pharaoh will lift off your head and impale your body on a pole and the birds will eat away your flesh. Now the third day was Pharaoh's birthday and he gave a feast for all his officials. He lifted up the heads of the chief cupbearer and the chief baker in the presence of his officials. He restored the chief cupbearer to his position so that once again he put the cup into Pharaoh's hand, but he impales the chief baker, just as Joseph had said to them in his interpretation. The chief cupbearer, however, did not remember Joseph, but forgot him. Dreams come from the Lord. It says right here that you know the cupbearer and the baker both had a dream. They were dejected because no one could understand their dream. And Joseph said, tell me your dream, because dream interpretations come from the Lord. <laughs> Isn't that great? We all have dreams. And the Bible here tells us that dream interpretations, the meaning of dreams, come from the Lord. The dreams themselves come from the Lord, and the meaning of the dreams comes from the Lord. Dreams are kind of like your own personal parables. We'll talk more about that in another video. But in the in the New Testament, in Second, uh, no, First Corinthians, chapter twelve, it, it lists these like nine gifts of the Spirit, and uh, you know prophecy, 
and the gift of miracles. There's these nine gifts. But here, we've got an example of Joseph through the Holy Spirit knowing the meaning of dreams. So Joseph's doing something through the Holy Spirit's power that's not one of the nine gifts listed in the book of 1 Corinthians. Who said the Holy Spirit was only limited to nine types of gifts? The Holy Spirit has no limit to what he can do. And so we can see right here in this story that there's more gifts of the Spirit than just the nine. Dream interpretation is also something that the Lord does sometimes give to people, like not just Joseph, but Daniel later in the Bible as well. It's something that I've always sought for years. I've always prayed that the Lord would help me to understand uh, not just my dreams, but the dreams of others. And over the years, I've had interpretations of people's dreams. Uh, and I've also had many that I have not been able to interpret. And um, sometimes have people have told me their dreams, I just heard the meaning as they were telling me the dream. Um, it, I can't explain it. But there are other times when people tell me their dreams and they go on and on and on. <laughs> you know, about a monster and pizza and, and this, and, and they just sound like complete gibberish and I don't get anything. <laughs> so I think perhaps for me, it's something to, to press into more and say, Lord, give me more, give me more of the, that grace. But you know, there are all gifts we should press into to, to achieve. And, um, but you know, dream interpretation is another area to explore. And I think Joseph had, you know, when he interpreted the first dream about that man's head being lifted up, and him being restored, I think that was an easy one to share. But when he had to share the second dream interpretation about the man's head being lifted off, I think that would have taken a lot of courage. And I don't think you could share a dream interpretation like that unless you knew it was from the Lord. And, I, and Joseph had a genuine gift. He knew that this was the meaning and he knew to share it. He knew he had to. And, um, and it was right. And when, when I think about Joseph's interpretation of these dreams, it causes me to think back to the dreams that he had when he was a young man. You know, when Joseph was 17, he had his own dreams about the sun and the moon and the stars bowing down to him and, and the brothers and the sheaves of wheat bowing down to him. And I think Joseph knew that the Lord was doing something. And I've said in the previous video, I said, how is it that Joseph could have such a godly attitude. You know, he wasn't mired in bad attitudes and, and a woe is me mentality, but he walked above it. And I think Joseph knew through these dreams that God was working in the situation. Joseph knew it. And so he trusted God. And we see, you know, earlier in Genesis that Abraham trusted God that he would have a son and it took 20 years or it might have even been longer. I can't remember. But there was this long period of time where Abraham's wife was not getting pregnant, but Abraham trusted. And now we've got Joseph, who in his own dreams knows that God is going to bring something about, but he doesn't understand how or why, but he knows that being in prison is a part of it. So Joseph is able to trust. And we've got to learn to trust the Lord too, that in our own circumstances that God is working and if we do, we'll be able to have an attitude like Joseph's, where we're able to walk above all these things. So Joseph is really a great man of faith in the same way, or maybe even in a greater way than Abraham was. He's really following in his great grandfather's footsteps. 
And that's why Joseph is really one of the most wonderful characters in the entire scriptures. And it gives us a, a, a real example for us to follow. So Father, I pray that you'd help us with, first of all, dreams. Help us with our own dreams. Lord, as you speak to us, give us the desire to know what you're saying and to seek it out, to hear your voice. But next, Lord, help us to trust you in our own circumstances that are difficult, just as Joseph did, and that we might find the grace to walk above our circumstances, even though we're in the circumstances, just as Joseph did. So, Father, I ask your blessing upon every listener and viewer today for the purposes of Christ. Amen.